Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the Lore Plays Shadowrun, in which, well, we're going to hang Marty out to dry, because just like his character, Marty forgets simple things. Like time zone. So everybody, say thank you to Marty. Thank you, Marty. No. <laughs> so when who remembers actually what we did last time? I'm sure the answer is none of you, but I, I'm just curious. I have a vague recollection of that now we have to kill a dragon. Yeah, you've been sort of recruited. So the last time we all got together, uh, you guys crashed a, a ceiling party. And by ceiling, I don't mean the roof. I mean as in placing a seal capstone. Um, that party saw many warriors dead uh, at your hands just to find out well, you done fucked up. Let's be honest. It was at Jeff's hands. Sure. We'll go with that. Didn't he run them all over with a car? You killed more than he did. I don't remember that. <laughs> so when last we left off, you guys had broken up that ceiling party and uh, had managed to kill quite a number of the First People's warriors, uh, only to find out that you done fucked up and interrupted a ceremony that was intended to keep Xanathos under wraps. Uh, by sealing away part of his power and a piece of him, an ancient bone that you were originally sent to get by Xanathos from the National Museum. You have now been given an offer you can't really refute. Uh, you've been purged from your connection with Xanathos. Your skin is mostly healed, all of you, except for, I believe, Marty was the one that had the pink puckered skin left over. Yep. Didn't do so well on his body check, so he's got a permanent scar. A reminder. After that, uh, you guys were told that you would be contacted as soon as they had information on where Xanathos was heading, and until then, you were not to go anywhere or do anything too stupid. And thus, you went back home, in which, well, you started having some discussions about what to do with Jessica and how she fits into the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that. So that's where we left off. You guys are back at Babs's apartment. Uh, it's that night, so... You guys do. If I'm remembering correctly, I was also given like a, a spell book with like a, a way to track down Xanatos. You were. You were given a uh, ritualistic spell book that you were going to spend some time going through. Yeah. So that's probably what I'm doing. All right. Retreating to my room. Staying as far away from Jessica as possible. If memory serves, was I not? Uh, I was seated on a chair by the couch basically guarding her as she slipped. Isn't that not right? That is correct. She was out cold, and you decided that you were going to take up a, a watch. Yeah, okay. So I clearly would still be there waiting. Okay. Oh, that's right. I brought her back to life. She likes me again. Mm-hmm. You did save her. You were, well, you band-aided her. You repaired what of her aura what you could. She's only mostly dead. Yeah, yeah. So what is uh what is our our bard do? The bard is multitasking, looking for rooms on Shadow Run Craigslist, because uh, he's not crashing here forever. Um, and also, uh, coding up um because last time he did a deep search on Xanatos, it went it almost ruined his deck. So we'll be building in some defenses, and then building and then going after Xanatos to see what we can find uh, in the matrix. You know, Jim, I do have a slumlord I can put you in touch with. Oh, no. No, I'll find my own. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're going to do some rolls here to see how well you guys do at your given tasks. So we'll start with Marty. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make me some... Uh, what do you got there? Let's see. Applicable skills. Your sheet is being very difficult for me right now. There we go. I'm finding the same thing. I can't get into my sheet. Well, we don't have roll 20 sheets for this game, do we? No. Yeah. Like, I have the paper sheet I've been using. Yeah, paper. I would explain it. Paper sheet or, or Google Docs are the best way to do it right now because, well, roll 20 doesn't really have a Shadowrun sheet that's worth a damn. Uh, Let's see here. Where are your skills? Uh, this is going to be electronic warfare. If you're going to be doing your, 
sort of the defense checks. So that's going to be your roll there with your mind and see what you get. You got it. Waiting. Yeah, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you oh, have I see, the I see. shadow test shadow button? at the bottom. And then you should... There uh, it is. Yeah, there you go. You have your intelligence score, which is five, and your skill in warfare, which is five, so ten dice. Ooh. Wow. wow. Yeah, you're a... You set up a bunch of firewalls and traps, uh, a few honeypots... Uh, and try to get yourself into a, a ghost of a network. So by all means, uh, you can try to do your search again. I think I will. Okay. And this one isn't going to be warfare. This is just going to be uh, straight computer checking or hacking if you're looking for personas, which would be seven dice plus your your intellect. So what is that, 12 dice? Yep, 12 dice. That one's a liner. Wow, Jim is on fire tonight. Yeah, guys, welcome to oh, it. Yeah. Uh, any other useful rolls you need to make? That's that's where they are, right there. I'm done for the night. <laughs> so, you wind up crashing through a whole bunch of barriers that were in place for you before. You know what to expect a little bit this time, um, and you start going into some very weird databases that you didn't really know that existed. It looked like the SAS were having a cult division, which is really new to you. But that's where your search for Xanatos brings you. And there's a whole bunch of other names associated with it. Uh, Two that kind of pique your interest are Typhon and Tulpa. SAS is in like British Mm -hmm. Special Forces. Yep. Um, I will then announce loudly for everyone. Even those fascist motherfuckers get something right once in a while. There we go. So it's a pretty extensive file. Uh, It looks like they've had dealings with a person by the description that you've seen many, many, many years ago. And it looks like they have some good note keeping uh, all the way back to 17, 1800s. So we're talking like third, fourth world. And it looks like he was active throughout all of that probably the only dragon that you know of uh, that has any sort of record of it being awake beyond the first world. Oh. Because keep in mind, dragons didn't really wake up until the sixth age. Yeah. They were, there. They were asleep. Yeah, I I even, I knew that. Um, I'm just going to start... Uh, um, pulling as much from these databases into, you know, plain text files as possible for later reading. Sure, yeah, you can do that, no problem. All right. We'll let you ruminate on that for a little bit. Uh, we're going to go ahead and see Limbo. So, Limbo, you decided you were going to go into your room and do some research on that book? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, first I'm going to spend some time uh, meditating and communing with the dog spirit, sure. kind of learning some new techniques and realizing that I need to be... Uh, better spiritually equipped for the dangers to come. Okay. Um, and we're going to view that as you're leveling up in between sessions. So we're not right. going to have to worry too much about that. So you guys might hear like some weird howls and stuff coming from the bedroom. I mean, Jim did give you a new deck, did connect to the internet. <laughs> so, And then I'm going to do something. Well, I would say weird, but this might not be weird <laughs> for, by limbo standards. All right. I'm going to grab that book and I'm going to run myself a bath. <laughs> okay. You come out of your room with the book. You walk past Jim and Babs while they're still kind of hanging out in the living room a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of head into the bathroom. All right. So, so stay, stay with me here. So this was uh, like a ritual for uh, like tracking down and finding Xanatos, correct? Correct. So I would be correct in assuming that this is detection magic. It is detection magic. That is correct. Excellent. Because as a shaman, detection magic is water-based. It is indeed. So I'm going to go into the bath and summon myself a nice water spirit. Okay. Hey, narrator. Yeah. Oh, that's not me this time. Yeah. You want to ask him if there's any water in an android's apartment? 
There is. Is there? Yeah, you just don't use it. Why would I pay for water to come to my apartment? Why do you pay for electricity? Why that has the, the, hey, you're trying to define my character. I'm the one that's telling you. <laughs> hey, you're the one my that guy, you want to, listen. My guy would the want that, the appearance of, of normalcy to a certain degree, and the lights is just being able to see what's around without using his night vision or whatever. But water, I there'd be no reason for him to have water. Unless it's part and parcel with the apartment that you rented in this nice upscale establishment of a building that you live in. Basically, yeah. you're telling me I've got no choice in what I'm doing in my apartment. He's going to summon his damn water. No, spirit. because it's it's one of those things. It's all included, man. You, I, I know that, you know, I don't know if this is all included thing in, in Canada land, but I mean, down here in the lowly shithole of the States, if you have like a very expensive apartment, all that shit's included. Not so, always. Yeah. It, in Chicago, it's an ordinance that if you are a renter, you don't pay for water. Mm-hmm. If you were in, if it was a condo, you would have it as part of your assessment, uh, even on the west side. So it's what now, happens. Here's the funny thing. That is actually written into the Shadowrun book for Chicago. That's awesome. <laughs> so That's interesting because it is different from here. Some places, yeah, things will be all-inclusive, but there's actually a lot of places you're paying for your own water, you're paying for your own everything. Yeah, in 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 Shadowrun, there's a bunch of cities that hold true to how they are how they were when they were written uh, to their current day, or in this case, 20 years ago when they were written. Chicago is one of them. New York City is one of them as well. Where stuff like that, those ordinances carry through. So yeah, it's it's not one of those things. You could choose to have your water shut off if you really really want to. I have no problem with that. You tell me now if that's no, no, something you found. No, no, it's just I, I figured that it would have just been something that he did. That's why as soon as he mentioned the water, I was thinking, well, hold on a second, actually. He would not have water. There'd be no reason for him to have water. But yeah, whatever. I'd also like to point out, Jessica's been living here for a couple months, so I'm assuming. I thought of that as well, too. And that would have been <laughs> one of those, well, then she's been going elsewhere to do her business or whatever. Or <laughs> I Again, I, I was just looking at it from what I thought to be logistically a he would have no use for water. I, I see what you did there, Raj. I saw an opportunity and I tried. In, in the corner of your Android UI, a little thing pops up. Limbo will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not in Detroit, damn it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you can go into the bathroom. You can draw yourself a bath. Okay. And so, you're going to do a summon roll for me? It just so happens I'm very good at summoning water spirits because I brought in my summoning focus. Excellent. So that is 16 dice for me. <laughs> yep. And I'm trying to summon this at uh, four seven because I can do that now. Good enough. All right. So the next thing I would like to do is have said spirit um, help me in making my ritual sorcery spell or uh, roll to try and decipher this. All right. You're going to get six additional dice. Excellent. So that is 18 dice total. I needed every single one yes, of them. Yes, you did. <laughs> but it's enough. Uh, you struggle with the incantation. It's definitely, this one is written in Sporethial. It's something you're very familiar with as far as the words go, but the actions and the actual invocation of it is is difficult. It's almost as if the words uh, claw their way out of your mouth as opposed to flow uh, in the ease of the elven languages you're used to. The spirit, however, helps you refocus in, um, and during the the ceremony... Can I I say the spirit's a rubber ducky? Sure, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, As you focus in, and as you sort of plow your way through it, the water starts to bubble in heat and sort of come to a rolling boil. And as that rolling boil starts to happen, it, it... smog almost starts billowing forth from the water as it it evaporates into steam except it's not that white clear steam that you get when you take a nice hot shower or in a sauna it's thick and viscous and black Um, and you hear the sounds of industry and streets uh, and some very recognizable smokestacks it is definitely calling you to a place called the smoke okay and I'm assuming that's something Limbo would know that I don't. <laughs> Potentially. Um, has Limbo had anything really outside of the United States? 
right of the uh, North American region? No, uh, he came from uh, the Salish Sea Nation to Chicago area. Okay, so you're probably going to want to talk with some other folks. Okay. But that's the only thing that sticks in your mind. And as the loop closes, the fog dissipates down, goes back into water, and just splashes all over the place. Um, luckily, the bathroom is mostly tile, so that should be easy to mop up. But you've gotten your information. You're, you are soaked. The book is bone dry. All right. And then for future purpose, would I have an easier time uh, kind of deciphering the spell to use at a later point now? Repetition will make it easier. So you're going to have a lower bar for success rates the next time you do it. That's the important thing. Got it. Um, uh, Mr. Babs, um, cleaning supplies? Apparently, I own those as well. I don't. <laughs> I, I, would <laughs> you? <laughs> That's I, your choice. Apparently, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I will point to a closet right next to the door. So yes, the the very thin and emaciated elf uh, comes out of the bathroom with a uh, a towel wrapped around his waist, <laughs> sets about the corner, grabs a mop and bucket, and goes back in and closes the door. <laughs> All right. So you get it all cleaned up. Everything is it's pretty easy and simple. You roll back out. You empty after the bucket's already emptied. You hang everything back up to dry. All right. What do you guys do? Well, I'm going to share with everyone what I've discovered with the through the SAS uh, databases from, you know, our old patron has been active uh, since at least the late 1700s, maybe longer. Uh, and that the Brits had been tracking him and they might have more information that we could use. And then at the same time, like, I'll, uh, to the best of my ability, just kind of like try and sketch out the, the smokestacks and whatnot that I saw to present that, uh, see if anybody recognized them better than I could. Uh, so I will go ahead and let Babs make a knowledge roll for this one because she may or he may have encountered this in his travels in late. So let's see. It's going to be eight dice there, Roger. Uh, yeah, enough. Actually, you've been through that part of the world before. That smokestack that he's describing—that that sort of iconic skyline. Uh, is very much what was once known as London. Hmm. London. Heard reports of werewolves in vicinity. Okay, so. I'm just going to ask. There's werewolves in Shadowrun? There's oh. everything in Shadowrun. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, you literally were working for a dragon, so. No, no, I know, but sometimes there's, again, certain things that are in there and certain things aren't. Okay, good to know. Yeah, there werewolves vampires whites all that stuff exists okay joe what's the current stat what what is i i haven't read in forever what is the current status of london for those of us who are relatively new to Shadowrun? sure so london is nicknamed the smoke uh it is the capital of the united kingdoms of great britain it is a rather large city and is the center of the european commerce uh, basically, it is the financial hub for all of Europe. The only things that come even close to it are Frankfurt and Paris, um, with Switzerland holding up a far distant fourth place. Um, most of the city is divided between a very rich upper class and a very, very poor class. Um, and that poverty line is, well about 34 to 37% of their population is below that poverty line. Um, it is a city divided into two very distinct pieces, uh, the inner London and outer London, outer London being the slums where most of the poor folks will live. And then inner London, uh, which is where, you know, it's very Chicago plus as far as what you would look at it. Lots of buildings, lots of skyscrapers, um, very clean, very kept up to sort of a pristine code so that it can be presented to the rest of the world. Uh, it has its own sort of stock exchange as far as the Europeans go. 
Um, and it is a center for a lot of various European corporations with one exception um, as technology has a very large presence in London. They paid a lot of money to get in on that. Cool. All right. So you guys can spend the rest of your evening deciding what you want to do. Um, it seems like that's going to be the, the next place for you, if you so wish. Um, suggest we perhaps contact Ms. Sanders with information. That sounds like a plan. All right. Who's going to make the call? <laughs> if you look at Limbo, he just starts shaking his head. <laughs> In all of this, have we heard a peep from Jessica or is she still sleeping? She is comatose. Like, she's sleeping the sleep of the dead. Okay. I'm just going to say I'm still watching Jessica. Okay. Yeah, she's um not really moved a whole lot aside from just breathing. So um, you can see she's not as in much of distress as she was before, which is a good thing. But that's about it. All right. I'll call her. All right. Yeah, she likes Jim. Sure, she does. Oh, I, wait, sweet. before before we make this call, what time is it? Should we maybe wait until tomorrow? <laughs> it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning-ish. Yeah. Um, we'll wait. S suggest perhaps calling in the morning. I'll, I'll call in the morning. Well, ac actually, Limbo wouldn't think of that. <laughs> Limbo does not have any social concept. <laughs> It's true. That is very all right. Uh, trying to think, Jim wouldn't call somebody at one a.m. Um, he's not. That just he would not do that unless it's like he knows that person's gonna be awake because they you know they're at a gig or something. Well, that's up to you guys. You guys can sleep through the night or you can call in the morning. I don't care. All right, I'll sleep through the night and then call like nine a.m. sharp. All right. So you guys can retire for the evening. Uh, it passes rather peacefully. Uh, about six, seven o'clock in the morning comes around. Babs, you're still awake. Um, and Jessica stirs and begins to open her eyes. What, what, what happened? I don't know if I should remain in character or just say it. I honestly don't remember what happened to her. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, Babs doesn't really know what happened to her either. And there you go. I would say, I don't know if that's that I don't remember or I wasn't there. But I'm not sure, but it was serious. But I'm glad you're all right now. Oh, fuck. I'm, I feel like I went out partying for three days. Holy shit. Can I get you something? I have water. <laughs> yeah, water, water would be good. I'll get up and go get her some water. I probably have ice, too. Well, if you have water, <laughs> you could have ice. It's the first time you've ever used the ice maker. I'll be a little surprised, but pleasantly surprised when I put the, the <laughs> cup to the fridge and get the little clink, clink, and it falls in. Sure. I'll bring her the glass of water. Uh, she and takes I'll, it rather I'll ask her as I give her the, the glass, I'll say, do you remember anything? I I remember a lot of pain and nothing else. Okay, I'm going to go over to Limbo's, the door where he's sleeping, and knock loudly on it. Actually, I'm not even going to knock. It's my place. I'm going to open the door and say, Jessica's up. Come here and close the door and go back into the living room. So, Limbo, you are you are woken up out of a sound sleep. <laughs> by a rather loud, booming voice of Babs, followed by a door shutting. So I'll jump up and grab my bow and run out into the living room. <laughs> All right. Now, Jim, you crashed you crashed here that night. You said, or did you wind up going back home? Oh, I don't remember if Jim actually had, probably went to his apartment. If he's got one, I don't remember if he had one. He did. Then he went to his apartment. All right. So, you, Limbo, you rush into the living room and you see Jessica is awake. 
Ouais. Ouais. Huh. And like he'll look at her and he'll look around. Um. One one moment, please. <laughs> and he'll go back into the bedroom and put the bow back. And just kind of try to compose himself and walk coolly into the living room, failing miserably at that attempt. All right. You walk back into the living room. Uh, she doesn't really seem to notice that you walked back in. So. Uh, Miss, Miss Jessica, you are, you are well? She holds her head in her hands and just kind of looks up at you. I feel like I got hit by a, a truck. Hmm. Worse. Dragon. What do you mean, dragon? Um, last, last night, uh, we, uh, Babs and Jim and myself, uh, stumbled onto a, a ritual at the behest of our master. And I'll, like, pause for a second. Our former master. Um... The, the good news is we uh, accomplished our goal. The, the, um, the other news, we, we're the bad guys. Um, and, and again, he'll stumble over the word master before shaking his head. The dragon, Xenatos, um, regained full power somehow still tied to you do not know fully psychic backlash some sort of magic didn't have time to figure out why but you were unconscious when we returned home oh well yeah i guess i guess that would explain why i feel like this you guys aren't bad guys, so I mean you you've saved me from where I was, and then she turns to Babs and you let me stay here. You're not bad guys. Not to me. That hearing that brings joy to my heart. Fear yeah, Babs history will be ultimate determination. Babs will look at her and say, you can have as much water as you want. She uh, shakily gets up to her feet, stumbles a little bit, and she just kind of gets on her, leans on you, gets on her tiptoes, and gives you a kiss on the cheek, and then stumbles her way into the bathroom. Uh, be careful. <laughs> floor there's, may still be wet. There's water in there, too. <laughs> All right. Either you guys going to call Jim, or you're just going to kind of wait for him to show up. Is there a reason why they'd call him? morning and you didn't call uh you didn't call miss sanders last night so i, I will do something even better than call jim uh oh <laughs> i will i am him over the matrix <laughs> <laughs> because wow. i have a computer all right let's see how royally you cock this up uh make me a computer roll there I've gotten better at this. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> You're relatively confident you have sent him the exact perfect message. Uh, Jim, you wake up to the sounds of your deck uh, chiming that you have a new message waiting for you. I will wake up and look at the message. Uh, it is a string of emoji and weird lettering <laughs> that you have no idea what the message is, but it is definitely from the screen name that you set up for Limbo. I will grab my gear, brush my teeth, grab my gear, and head on over. <laughs> yeah, you make it over there pretty quickly. Uh, you're not too far away. Um, about this time, you come in, and Jessica has felt well enough that she's been cooking. Um, Babs, you were very baffled that you had food in the apartment. Looks like Jessica may have been shopping when you guys were off doing other things. Uh, but she does make breakfast for 
herself in limbo and she offers you something. She doesn't know what the hell you eat, if anything. Um, so that's your choice if you want to accept breakfast from her or not. You don't need to eat, but you can. Okay, hold on. You're talking to me or are you talking to him? To you. Okay. I will recognize the effort and put the plate in front of me and smile. Excellent. Uh, and then as she sees Jim come in, she'll start going back and preparing some more. Um, it's just something simple, bacon and eggs. Nothing too fancy. Um, but, you know, good quality bacon, good quality eggs, which are rare to find in Chicago. So you guys can talk and collaborate and figure out what you want to do next. Limbo will just kind of stare at the food dumbfounded. <laughs> uh, do, do, do you not like it? Have have never seen food. Such wondrous quality. It's just eggs. Thank you for this wonderful gift. You, you're a weird one. <laughs> you're only just now noticing? I've been a little preoccupied. Fair enough. And Limbo's just digging in. All right. Babs will slide his plate towards him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pluck a few pieces of bacon off of Babs' plate and pocket them for later. Yep. All right. Uh, so, Jim, what do you want to do? You're here. So, well, first, Jessica, thank you for the eggs. Is there anything, when I call Miss Sanders, is there anything you guys want me to say other than, I don't know, grovel? Uh, is there anything you need me to say? Supplication and remorse, perhaps best started. I can do that. All right. So you finish your breakfast and you can go ahead and give uh, Sanders a call. Um, she answers on pretty much the second ring. So, hello? Good morning, Miss Sanders. Uh, this is Jim. Uh, yes, the one I defenestrated. What can I do for you? We've located, we've, well, we've got a lead on Xanatos, and it, as part of our recompense, we will, uh, we're looking to see, did you want us to track him to London? Um, London. We've, also, we've, all, we've also discovered... Uh, files on him that date back to the 1700s tracked by the uh, the British uh, Special Air Service. She She's quiet for a few moments. That would make sense. He wasn't put to sleep until late in the 1900s. Did the SAS have anything to do with putting him to sleep or they just tracking him well i don't know uh we don't know how he got put to sleep we just know that he did he disappeared our job was to try to contain his power that was about as far as we went so but yes if that's where you have tracked him to then i believe that is part of your penance to go track him down I can have a car to your place and have you taken to the docks and a boat will wait for you to take you to the European area. And she says it with a, like this sort of dripping contempt when she says the word European. If I miss this or if I forgot, forgive me. A boat? <laughs> There's no planes going over the ocean there? Yeah, that sort of strikes you as a little bit odd that she would say boat and not plane. Okay, I feel a little bit better. Like, very, very odd. Considering your first mission was to an airport, an active airport, you know that there are, are planes. Right. So yeah, that that she, was uh, me saying it because I didn't hear the conversation. Well, Babs didn't hear it, I mean. I would assume that Jim has It's it on, on speaker. speaker. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. then in that case, I'm going to say boat? Yes, a boat. You're not afraid of water, are you? Not particularly fond of it, but I'm not afraid of it. But the fact is, it's going to take a lot longer over sea than way over sea. Far less than you would expect. My driver will be there 
at half past five. Get your things in order, and we'll see you at the docks. I'm going to look at Limbo and say, I guess we're going on a cruise. All right. And I will hang up the phone. We're taking a magic boat. <laughs> Do not recall Miss Sanders saying it's magical. She, well, she's saying it's going to be a lot shorter than we think. You, the typical for going from Lake Michigan oh, to London was not referring gonna... to height of boat. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. So you guys can spend the rest of the day getting your stuff in order. Um, so here's a question for you. What are you guys going to do with Jessica? Well, we're going to ask her if she wants to come. From there, it's her choice. I'm going to say, well, she clearly heard all of this, right? Yep, she did. So I'm just going to say, you're welcome to join us if you would like, or you can stay here at my place while we're gone. It's up to you. You're going to go kill him? I'm going to try real hard. Hmm. Actually, if what Miss Jessica or uh, Ms. Sanders told us was true, uh, you are going to kill him. She, real quiet and pensive, and she looks down. I am remembering that correctly, right? Yep. Okay. She reaches down underneath the uh, the kitchen table pulls out the nine millimeter that she had stowed there, cocks it. All right. Fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> Babs is going to look at her and say, you probably didn't have to cock it just yet. It's going to take us a while still to get to London from here. And she just looks at you. You've never seen a fucking movie, have you? <laughs> Why do I get the feeling Babs and Limbo at the same time do the weird head tilts? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that would probably be pretty accurate. <laughs> Jim thinks this is, I'm sure you think this is great. Oh my God, it's like not a single, I have like a list of movies that I can have you all watch. That would be phenomenal. All right. So before the five o'clock hour comes, what do you guys want to do for the rest of your day? So, um, because I had just recently like moved in, right? It was like a day or two before. Yeah. So a lot of my stuff is probably still in boxes, so I'm just going oh, yeah. to kind of unceremoniously dump it out on the floor. Well, yeah, I mean, you mostly did that when you were setting up the wards for the first time you were trying mm -hmm. to do the summon, so... The point is, I need empty boxes. You got plenty of empty boxes. So I want to go back to that treasure chest that we've been hanging on to. <laughs> oh, the one with all the gold and stuff? Yes. Yep, yeah, okay. Take my portion of said treasure and package okay. it into the boxes. <laughs> okay and uh, yeah okay uh, i'm gonna spend the rest of the day uh writing a letter and i'll tell you what it says later noted all right babs anything else you're doing for the rest of the day nope basically just sit and wait okay and jim i'm gonna put out that uh that track that I recorded out on the matrix. Uh, yeah, uh, you do that. And, uh, I don't think Roger has it queued up. I was going to have him play it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like, uh, start trying to figure out how I can, I don't know, start, start figuring out uh, some other ways to generate some more income. Yeah, you um, you do your thing. It's a lot of just kind of uploading, waiting for it to hit, and seeing what happens there. You really don't have much of a problem getting that much income just because you can go to any club you want, um, jack in, have the hollow sort of pop up, and just go to work. Um, so you're, you're not hurting for money. So what I'll do, I, well, after that's done, like I'll look for a gig that I could get while I'm in London. You could find gigs, no problem. Like the, minute, the minute they hear that you are potentially coming to town. Um, yeah. So Bruce Harding coming to uh, London is a big deal. Wonderful. All right. 
So I hope you enjoy my demo and my. Oh my god, I hate my voice so much. Song that I started actions and some of the famous my demo uh, and my right. initial take. Da -da -da -da. The west side of Chicago is the barren's part of town. But if you go down there and you got the yens, you can hire Bab and Limbs. Now Babs is the muscle. She stands about eight foot four And her chummer limbs Calls down the spirits Mr. Johnson just pays their price And it's Babs, Babs, Babs and limbs Baddest slots in the whole damn town Badder than a pissed off whiz worm Meaner than a razor girl Now, that is exactly what you guys hear as you get into the car at quarter after five. Uh, well, prior to the getting in the car thing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come downstairs with one of the boxes of gold. Sure. Uh, ask the driver to pop the trunk. Yeah, he does. And I'll place it in the trunk and then continue going up and down as many times as needed to bring my box, all my boxes to the trunk. Sure. <laughs> no problem. That's all done. Okay. And... Yeah, and and then I will hand the, the letter to the driver. Um, please, please see Ms. Sanders gets this. He just Cargo, nods. Please. All right. You guys get in. Anything else you want to do before we take off in the car? Not me, though. Can we hear the song again? <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can get Roger to do that for the, uh, the beginning of next session. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to ask Jim. <laughs> To teach me how to put that on the west side of Chicago is the fairest part of town. But if you go down there and you got the yens, you can hire Bab and Lynn. I don't mind doing this. I can't in the muscle. She stands about eight foot four. And her chummer limbs calls down the spirits. Mr. Johnson just pays their price. And it's Babs, Babs. Babs and limbs, baddest slots in the whole damn town. Better than a pissed off whiz worm, meaner than a razor girl. Party, you're a damn treasure. <laughs> uh, be proud, be proud, Jim. You have a number one hit in the making. One more time. That's pretty amazing. The west side of Chicago is the barren's part of town. I am so flat. But if you go down there and you got the yens, you can hire Bab and Limbs. Now Babs. Okay. Uh, so you hear that for most of the car ride, which takes you down uh, to the dock, which happens to be facing into the lake. Uh, as you get out of the car, you see waiting for you at the end of the dock is an old-timey pirate ship, a galleon, large and black, almost like it was made out of basalt, uh, red accents, a beautifully carved uh, head, like, uh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but the 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 basically where the mermaid is, the mast or the right the front there. Yeah, that yes. Um, beautifully carved, but not as a mermaid. Um, it looks like a traditional first person or first people with a elaborate headdress um, and the traditional garb of the first people. The sails are not something that you have seen before. Too, they look almost gossamer. Uh, in, in slightly bluish in hue uh, as they sort of light on the breeze. You can see that they haven't been bolted down yet, so they sort of fly freely right now. Um, standing at the edge of the 
rail right before the gangplank. And yes, it is an old-fashioned gangplank that walks from the, the edge of the dock to the top of the ship is Miss Sanders in full pirate gear with a loose blouse, tight leggings, <laughs> uh, the cuffed boots, uh, her hair tied back, her dark hair tied back in a in a head uh, headscarf, um, an old school cutlass at her side. Um, it looks like a flintlock on the other side. And she just looks at you. Took you long enough to get here. I would assume if there was an actual damn pirate ship in the lake, I would have heard of it before now, right? Correct. Okay. So this is this is a new thing. This is a very new thing. Noted. Babs is going to walk up to her and say, do you have some nice deck chairs on the on your boat? Oh, oh, yes, we do. Okay, good. He's just going to walk past her then. <laughs> Jessica's following quickly behind Babs. She just looks at Miss Sanders. Eyes are up and down. Miss Sanders' eyes her up and down. There's a sort of tense silence between the two until they both nod at each other. And then Jessica just goes onto the ship and heads below decks to where the cabins are. Uh, so this I'm going to amazing. I'm going to go over to the car driver and ask for my letter back. <laughs> he hands it to you. <laughs> and um, walk up to Ms. Sanders and kind of bow my head and offer it to her. All right. She'll take it and she'll open it. So it is a very long letter uh, written in Sperethial. Uh Overly verbose about how I've brought dishonor to my ancestors, blah, 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 you know, going on and on. Uh, essentially, the gold in the trunk is to offer as recompense to the families of the people we uh, may have injured the previous night. She, uh, she gets through the letter. She uh, takes it, folds it, puts it into... Uh, I would say a breast pocket, but she doesn't really have pockets. So she stuffs it into her shirt. She uh, puts her hand on your shoulder and just nods to you. Good. Thank you. He'll just kind of nod and run away. Yeah. <laughs> From the deck of the ship without turning around, Babs is going to call back. I'm keeping my share though and keep walking on. <laughs> and then Jim, you're the last one. Oh, I'm just ogling the ship, like, the whole time. And when I get on, I'd be like, this is an amazing ship. This is wonderful. She just smirks with this really devilish look on her face. You haven't seen anything yet. You guys settle in. She makes a couple hand motions to her driver. He goes off, probably back home. Looks like he's going to take the treasures with him and do exactly as Limbo asked. Um, Jessica emerges from below deck to... Uh, kind of help get everything together, pull the gangplank on, get everything uh, battened down and ready to go. And as you look back, you notice that there's no other crew on this ship besides Miss Sanders. And she's standing where the captain should be in, in the, at the crown of the vessel, right next to the, uh, the, the, the wheel. And there's a little pedestal next to her. She takes something out from around her neck on a chain, places it in the pedestal, says a couple words in a language none of you know, um, and the ship almost seems to come alive of its own accord. The ropes tighten themselves. The All of the, the uh, masts, all of the, basically anything that needs to move or would take, require like four or five people to, to, to lock down or get into right position, moves of its own accord. The anchor pulls itself up, and you see the spoke that usually has to have eight or nine people walk around it with holding it in place. Well, that anchor is just pulling up. She smiles, says a couple more words in a language you don't know, and takes off towards the center of the lake. It's about this time that the sun starts to set um, at your back, and the moon begins to rise. And as it begins to rise, you notice the, the moon seems bigger way way bigger than it should be the winds start to pick up and you start to hear almost like laughter on the wind as this impossibly large moon becomes so bright that it's positively blinding you blink your eyes and that bright brilliant whitish blue light 
still is there behind your closed eyelids. It's almost painful. And you try to hold back from it until it starts to fade. When the light fades to its nice dull bluish hue, you open your eyes and you notice that you're not on Lake Michigan anymore. The sky is perfectly clear and there are constellations and stars you have never seen before. The water is impossibly calm. And she smirks and she says, welcome to the sunless sea, boys. Get comfortable. We'll be in London in no time. And that's where we're going to end today. Oh man, Jim is going to get so goddamn comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, I would like to thank everybody for listening in today. Uh, Again, you can find all of our episodes at ForTheLore.com of Shadowrun, as well as other adventures from like Tales from the Loop and D&D. Please feel free to come by and listen to them. Let us know what you think. Uh, And also stop by and see us on Twitter. Uh, You can find myself at LoaderZJ. Uh, You can find uh, Vince at Simodian. You can find Roger at Zen Buddhist. And you can find Marty at Officer Gleason. Let us know what you think. And do me a favor. Why don't you go ahead and listen to that song a couple times that Marty recorded. And I want you to tell all of us what you thought of it. Because I'm actually really proud of that bastard for doing that. It was highly entertaining. So until next time, you guys enjoy that. From his deck seat, Babs is going to look back and say, I wouldn't say no to a margarita with a little umbrella in it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to For the Lore. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Popcorn Ronin with Roger and Vince, a movie, TV, and anime podcast as well as Lore Watch, a Blizzard lore podcast co-starring Joe. And if you're into comic books, check out All Comics Considered with Marty and his crew.